0: you're listening to the food freedom life podcast my name is Brittany allison and i spent six plus years stuck in diet binge cycles hating my body and envying others who seem to have it all because i never felt enough what i discovered in my journey to food freedom and becoming a registered dietitian is this you can either live your life at war with your mind or learn to work in sync with it so if you're ready to learn how to be in tune with yourself and evolve your life welcome to the show On this show, I talk about different topics that will help you as you're stepping into freedom from emotional eating, binge eating, overeating, and negative body image. And these are all topics that I explore in detail with my clients and guide them to apply what they're learning. And I want to always give you a taste of that here on the podcast as well. But if you're looking for more support, I offer life-changing support within my group coaching program that's called Food Freedom University, both in the community forum and on the group calls that we have weekly over the course of four months. So if you want to learn more about that, you can head to brittanyallisonrd.com group hyphen coaching. And there's also a link in the show description. My next groups get started May 8th and 10th, and I cannot wait to support this next cohort. So definitely check it out if you're interested and if you resonate with what I talk about here. With all that being said, I really love this topic today because it's something that we don't talk often about or think about really in our daily life, but it can be such a powerful healing tool when it comes to food, your body, and it just getting to know yourself more, which honestly is a huge part of food freedom. So what we're going to be talking about today is your future self. And if you're someone who is trying to overcome disordered eating and feeling anxious about your weight and stressing about your body, you're here because you want to be free from that. You're done living this way and you're looking for tools, tips, and solutions to get out of it. And this episode is going to help you start creating that food freedom vision for yourself right now. And I love teaching clients to focus on who they want to be in the future. And I'm really excited to help you start to do that as well, because I think we spend so much time almost waiting until the quote-unquote right moment to make changes. When, you know, this task is done, waiting for the first of the month, waiting for Monday or tomorrow, or waiting until there's space space in your schedule. And sometimes that is very valid, right? If you are in a really busy season at work and you know it's going to finish at the end of April, for example. But sometimes we get stuck in this never-ending cycle of waiting versus this idea that you can just start right now. You can just start stepping into that future version of yourself who's already there right now just with your next choice. So for you listening, that's available to you now. And that's one of the things that I love to teach about with this idea of connecting to our future self because for so long when I was struggling with my eating, I would start Monday, I'd start tomorrow, I'd start in the new year, I'd start the next month. You know, I would love these blank slates, these fresh starts. And it was this all or nothing thinking that made every decision feel like this huge weight and everything about the circumstances had to be perfect in order for it to happen. And the reality is that every moment is a chance to begin again, to start over and to step toward that future version of yourself. And so one of the things that I love to teach my clients is that it's as simple as remembering that that future version of you, you're just moving towards them right now with every choice, and you're always facing in that direction. This is just where you are right now. And that's neutral, right? It's just your starting point. And you're moving toward that future version of you. Every choice that you make, everything is just a learning moment. So if you eat a little bit too much, you overeat, no big deal. You just ask yourself what went well, what didn't go well you get curious about why something went the way that it did so that you can take that compassionate approach, that compassionate standpoint of learning from your experiences rather than layering on the blame and the shame, which doesn't actually lend to you learning anything, right? We shy away from it when there's all this shame and blame and guilt because it's painful to look into. We want to avoid it. We want to shut it out and just move forward. But what happens is, We end up repeating the same patterns over and over and over again. And then we never actually change. We stay stuck in these same behaviors and doing the same things that aren't serving us. And it almost becomes a limiting belief in itself too, because it feels like you're trying to move forward. And maybe in some ways you are, but in the big picture, you just can't. And so you start thinking, this is just how you are when it's not. This is not just how you are, you're just trying the wrong strategies, and you don't have the tools yet. So when you get to that space of compassion and curiosity, you can genuinely ask, what will I do differently? What could I do differently? And then you get right back to moving toward that future version of you. And the other thing I love to explain is that one of the ways we can connect with that future version of ourselves is what I like to call future self journaling or future self meditation, which is essentially Visualizing, So that's a practice that I engage in often and it doesn't take me a long time. And now it's not about eating choices, but for a really, really long time it was. So I would imagine myself kind of at the end of the day or at the end of the week and how I felt. And I would connect with that version of me and I would write myself a letter from that future version of me to my current self Telling her how the day went or how the week went and all of the times that I expected and allowed any urges any discomfort that I might have experienced And then talked about how I moved through it and all the benefits that I got on the other side and how I was feeling in that moment It ended up being a really powerful exercise that really helped me Move forward and become the person that I wanted to not that I'm ultimately the person that I want to be but it helped me evolve And if you want a more structured way to do it, I love finding a future self meditation on YouTube and listening to it. And I'm also going to link the one that I really, really like in the show notes, my favorite one that I often recommend to clients. But essentially, the meditation it takes you to meet a future version of yourself and ask her for wisdom. It just feels so grounding and inspiring and helps you feel that you are being guided on your journey, right? Because here's the way I really love to look at it your future self. She's already there, right? She's already free from emotional eating, from binge eating. She's comfortable in her body. She's living the life that you want to live. She's balanced. She's confident. She has boundaries. She takes care of herself. She's where you want to be. And tapping into that version of yourself that's already there is so powerful because it just reminds you that you can do the hard things. You can get through the hard work and through this healing process and make it out on the other side. You're going to get there. And I find it really helpful to think about, you know, maybe okay, food and body image is not where you want it to be right now, but maybe think about another area of your life where you have made a lot of progress, right? You right now are the future version of yourself that a past version of yourself wanted to be and looked up to, right? It gives you chills when you think about it. And that's why inner child work is also so important in this process too, because we can be the people now that we needed when we were younger, when we were kids. And in the present, we are working towards becoming the version of ourselves that we need right now, that is going to take care of us right now. And so for everybody listening, you can try out this exercise right now, connecting to the future version of you. And if you don't like to journal, do the meditation or do both, right? The more you connect with it, the more you're going to be able to bring her into your life in the present. And what I will say before you dive into this future self work is we do not want this future vision to include unrealistic expectations about your weight. We don't really actually want weight to factor into it at all. Take weight out of the equation of how you imagine your future self. Even if you want to lose weight, I hear you. But let's just remove that from the equation and instead tap into how you want to feel and who you want to be. What qualities do you want to embody? How do you want to carry yourself? How do you want your life to look in other ways? I know weight is a motivator for many, many people and maybe yourself included right now, but I want to remind you that you don't need it as a motivator because ultimately that's not going to get you where you want to go. How has it served you to this point? Likely when it works, you use it as a motivator for a certain amount of time, but it has an expiry and then you fall into behaviors and patterns that don't serve you and you're not consistent, not because you can't be consistent, but because the system of focusing on weight as number one sets you up to fail. And that future version of yourself, I want to remind you, she doesn't really care about weight so much. She doesn't hyper focus on it. And I just want to put that out there. That future version of you who isn't binging, who isn't emotionally overeating, and who eats consistently, doesn't think much about food or weight, actually, because they're too busy living their life. And when you're connecting with that future version of you, instead of putting all the emphasis on weight, what else can you emphasize? What aspects of your life are you fully engaged in in the future? Are you deeply involved in your relationships? Are you doing amazingly well at work because you have your old brain back? imagine those outcomes for yourself. And it's so motivating to think about all of the ways that stopping binge and emotional eating will change your life for the better. However, I also understand that sometimes when you're stuck in the pain of a certain eating habit, it can be very difficult to get started and even imagine the possibility of recovery and stopping binging and imagine the benefits that it's going to bring you. But those benefits may feel so far off or distant right now, and you might feel like you can't even fathom a life without a struggle with food. You might feel like you can't see past your certain situation or even start wanting other things in your life. Or you may be able to sometimes visualize the good that will come out of recovery, and you might feel excited about that. And that's amazing. But then at other times, you might feel like you don't want anything but the food because it's your main way to comfort yourself the more that you're generating a desire for life on purpose, the less your brain is focusing on binging and on food. And then the less your brain is focusing on binging, the weaker that binge eating habit becomes. And it's a practice that you can train yourself to start focusing on your life instead of food. And you may not know exactly what you want in your life right now, or the things that, you know, have nothing to do with eating. But the more you practice this, the more you will discover things that make you who you are and that make your life meaningful. And as you practice building desire for life and for more than just food and your weight, know that because the binge eating habit is currently wired into your brain, if you're still binging, your thoughts are automatically going to try to pull you back towards this unavoidable force, right? But remember, this is only a temporary tendency of your brain. And it's optional for you to start to unfollow those habitual thoughts. You can start to redirect your attention whenever you can. And the more you redirect your thoughts away from food and onto other things in your life, the more your brain will start to build new habits. And you'll naturally start thinking about other things more often without having to consciously really shift your attention. But we are all just one choice away from stepping towards that future version of ourselves and if you're just one choice away from that future version of you and you're on your way towards them lean into that person who's already free and make your next choice as if you are that person and i'll just add that if you're really feeling like this is impossible coaching is a great option for you coaching can really help with getting you unstuck giving you some personalized ways to move forward, either through my group, Food Freedom University, or through one-on-one coaching. But it's a wonderful way to start moving forward, because I know that total freedom is possible for everybody, and I always think about my clients as if they are already that person. And so when you make decisions based on who you want to be and who you visualize yourself to be, and when you view yourself as that person, then you're going to make choices that support your recovery and support the life you want. When you start to connect with the energy of that person, our brains are highly programmable. And so if you're thinking on repeat, I'm stuck. I can't move forward. That's what you create for yourself versus I'm moving toward the future version of me. I'm one step away, you know, and so really connecting with that future version of who's already free, visualizing them every day, writing from her, it's going to start to shift the energy towards that person. And you're going to start taking actions from that place. It's a practice and it's messy. The future version of yourself will not be perfect. And in fact, I would love if you could start visualizing them as a person who embraces imperfections and sees them as a way to grow and learn because they're part of everything in life. And dropping that perfectionism is so, so important in recovery from binge and emotional eating. So that's all for today. I know this was a quick episode, but I hope you learned a lot and had a new perspective on what you can do to start moving forward in your recovery and towards food freedom. And I just love talking about your future self. So I hope that you internalize a lot of what you heard and you can use it to start creating a vision of yourself as a person free from binge and emotional eating. And if you're listening and you're interested in joining the Food Freedom University group that starts on May 8th and 10th, you can go to BrittanyAllisonRD.com group hyphen coaching to learn more and sign up now. I really appreciate you being here today and I hope you'll see me again next week. And as always, I want to encourage you and remind you that you have the power to change your brain and live the food freedom life.